Welcome to the Arborist News audio podcast, brought to you by the International Society of Arboriculture. This audio version of the Arborist News CEU article is voiced by Paul Johnson, Urban Forestry Program Coordinator with Texas A&M Forest Service. This month's article is Palms, Woody Giants of the Monocots, Part 2, Culture and Management, by Leonard Buckhart Jr. and A.D. Ali. Palms, Woody Giants of the Monocots, Part 2, Culture and Management, by Leonard Burkhart Jr. and A.D. Ali. Learning Objectives Identify nutrient deficiency symptoms, provide proper nutrition, diagnose various insect and disease problems, differentiate symptoms of biotic and abiotic factors. In Part 1, which appeared in the August 2017 issue of Arborist News, we discussed palm identification and pruning methods. In part two, we will cover various cultural aspects of palms, as well as plant health care of palms in the landscape. Most palms are propagated by seed, which vary in size from as small as one quarter inch, 0.64 centimeters, to as large as 12 inches, 30.5 centimeters in diameter. The largest palm seed is Coco de Mer, which belongs to Lodoicea maldivica, native to the Seychelles in eastern Africa. That seed measures 12 inches in length and may weigh up to 55 pounds, 24.9 kilograms. Date palms, Phoenix dactylifera, that produce the edible date of commerce are mostly propagated vegetatively from offshoots, which are small plantlets growing at the base of the mature palm. These vegetatively produced palms, known as cultivars, have been selected for their superior fruit. Desirable U.S. cultivars include Medjool, Deglet Noor, and Zahidi. In order to maximize the chance of establishment, palms should be transplanted during the beginnings of the growing season. Young palms transplanted from containers will preserve their roots and minimize transplant shock. Young palms transplanted from containers will preserve the roots and minimize transplant shock. Large mature palms can be transplanted, as many species regenerate new roots from severed ones. Sable palms, sable palmetto, are an exception as roots die back after severance and new ones grow from the root initiation zone found at the base of the trunk close to the soil surface. Therefore, when transplanting sable palms, all fronds should be removed to accommodate for the loss of roots. The planting depth for mature palms should match the original growing depth. Staking is recommended for the first six to eight months or until roots are re-established. Planting trunks deeper than the original depth will jeopardize transplant success and can lead to root and trunk decay. Ideally, the soil should be kept moist but not saturated. Mulching the soil will help conserve moisture and insulate soil from temperature extremes. These best management practices will encourage strong root growth and optimal nutrient uptake. For optimal nutrition, palms should receive a slow-release nitrogen fertilizer with potassium, magnesium, and micronutrients. Use a fertilizer formulated for palms and avoid standard tree and landscape fertilizers. Standard tree and landscape fertilizers can cause micronutrient deficiencies from the incorrect nutrient ratios, i.e. a human-induced nutrient imbalance. Fertilizer application can be made three to four times per year in the southeastern United States and in Florida, and two to three times per year in Texas and western states. Symptoms of deficiencies can be specific and relatively easy to diagnose in the field. Generally, deficiencies of macronutrients like nitrogen, potassium, and magnesium occur because they are deficient in the soil. Micronutrients, on the other hand, are usually in the soil in sufficient quantity, but are chemically bound to the soil particles as a function of high soil pH and high levels of calcium. 
This makes the micronutrients unavailable for absorption by the roots. The buffering capacity of the calcium makes soil pH modification nearly impossible. Symptoms of nitrogen deficiency, a macronutrient, usually are uniformly chlorotic fronds. Unlike the other nutrient deficiencies, all fronds are affected. The macronutrients potassium and magnesium are mobile in the palm. If deficient, the palm will take these macronutrients from older leaves up into the apical meristem for new leaf and fruit development. Thus, deficiencies of these two elements are first seen on older, lower leaves. Potassium deficiency is first seen as translucent spots and yellow-orange or even black flecking on the leaflets of lower fronds, followed by frizzling of leaflets that are distal on the frond. Magnesium deficiency is common on Canary Island date palms, Phoenix canariensis. On magnesium deficient palms, the tips of leaflets become chlorotic, with the base of the leaflet still green where it attaches to the rachis, middle of the frond. Symptoms are observed on oldest fronds. A deficiency of manganese, a minor element, causes stunting and curling of new fronds, a phenomenon termed frizzle top. Deficiencies of boron, another minor element, expresses as twisting and deformity of the crown in a phenomenon termed epinasty. Occasionally, a new bud starts growing to form multiple heads in an otherwise single-head palm. Boron deficiency leads to excess auxin production, which causes the twisting and deformity like those seen with phenoxy herbicide damage in other plants. If applying a granular fertilizer, place it in a circular pattern 6 to 8 inches, 15 to 20 centimeters away from the trunk, and not piled against the new emerging roots. If applying a liquid fertilizer, inject it into the soil around the trunk 6 to 8 inches away for smaller palms. For larger ones, two circles may be needed, with the outer one 18 to 20 inches, 45 to 50 centimeters away from the trunk. Granular fertilizers work well where reliable precipitation occurs during the growing season. In the arid west, irrigation using water conservation practices such as drip irrigation may not be sufficient to move nutrients into the soil profile for uptake by the root system. The micronutrients in granular fertilizer will stain paved surfaces and pool liners. Unfortunately, movement of granular fertilizers can easily occur during heavy rains, especially when palms are planted on a slope. Palm aphids are small, flattened insects with dark, round bodies surrounded by a ring of white wax. They feed on the sap and live in tightly oppressed areas, such as newly developing leaves. Their presence is indicated by black sooty mold growth on fronds and trunks. Several scale and mealybug species are other occasional sap-feeding insect pests on palms that produce honeydew, which eventually becomes colonized by black sooty mold. Other sap-feeding arthropods include leafhoppers and mites. The leafhoppers are integral to the transmission of diseases, which will be discussed later. In California, the palm leafhopper feeds on young spear leaves of pygmy date palm, Phoenix revolinii, an activity that goes unnoticed until the leaves unfold. The yellow spots on the fronds resemble potassium deficiency. The palmetto weevil, Rhynchophorus crinitatus, is a borer that attacks species such as Canary Island date palms and Bismarck palms, Bismarckia nobilis, in the southeastern United States, as well as in the Caribbean and Mexico. Adult palmetto weevils are brownish with red markings up to 2.5 inches, 6.35 centimeters long, and are strong flyers. They are attracted to stressed palms, and they lay their eggs in the crown. As the grubs hatch, they feed in the central portion of the crown and damage the growing bud. An indicator of activity is the spear leaf starting to bend and eventually fall off. 
A lesser-known native California borer called the giant palm borer, Dinapati radii, attacks declining Mexican fan palm, Washingtonia robusta, California fan palm, Washingtonia filifera, Canary Island date palm, and true date palm. If the infestation is heavy enough, the borer will cause trunk failure. This borer is probably a secondary pest. The South American palm weevil, Rhynchophorus palmarum, which is native to Mexico, Central America, and South America, has recently expanded its range to San Diego and Imperial Counties in California. The weevil has also been collected in Yuma, Arizona, and Alamo, Texas. This new borer kills Canary Island date palm and true date palm. A chewing pest of minor status is the palm leaf skeletonizer, Homoladrasa balella, which is a caterpillar that feeds superficially, skeletonizing on fronds. The damage is strictly cosmetic, and if objectionable, the affected frond may be pruned off. One of the more common diseases in the landscape of many southeastern palm species is Ganoderma basal stem rot. This is caused by the fungal pathogen Ganoderma zonatum, which destroys woody tissue and damages the vascular bundles, resulting in slow wilt and eventual death. Initial symptoms include wilting of lower fronds. Conchs, which are the spore-producing structures, may be seen on the lower portion of the trunk in advanced stages of infection. See figure 8 in the associated article. Fusarium wilt is caused by another fungal pathogen, which clogs up vascular tissue and causes slow death. Initial symptoms often include lopsided wilt of fronds, with one half of the leaflets brown and the opposite half green. Theliviopsis rod is caused by a fungal pathogen that is occasionally found decaying internal trunk tissue. Initial symptoms include the bleeding of a brownish, foul-smelling liquid, as seen on the outside of the trunk. As the crown dies back, the trunk may break in advanced stages. Sudden crown drop is a rot disease affecting Canary Island date palm and true date palm in California. Both date palms with this disease develop a slight lean, and within days the whole crown breaks off. Palms that have suddenly developed a lean should be considered extremely dangerous and never be climbed. The disease is not visibly detectable. Arborists climbing both date palms should use a sounding mallet to discover possible decayed trunk areas as they ascend. While Theliviopsis is occasionally isolated from palms that have failed, the exact cause is unknown. Sudden crown drop reports seem to increase several years following wet California winters. As a precaution, do not prune either date palm during winter months and always avoid using chainsaws. Pink rot, Nelanthomala vermoseni, can affect queen palm, Ziagris romanzafiana, Canary Island date palm, California fan palm, Mexican fan palm, and most other landscape palm. Often, the upper portion of the crown and spear leaves are affected first. As the fronds die, they turn a straw brown. The upper crown of dead fronds often develops a lean. Pink-colored spores of the disease are produced in large quantities at the base of the frond. The pink color vaguely looks like cooked salmon. This lethal disease is common on water-stressed palms and is easily spread during cool, rainy weather. To minimize, avoid pruning during the winter months and closely monitor soil moisture on newly transplanted palms. A sporadic fungal pathogen is Graffiola leaf spot. This pathogen infects older fronds of stressed palm trees such as Canary Island date palm and true date palm. Evidence of the pathogen is seen as bumps on the leaflets with fine, hair-like, spore-bearing structures protruding from the center. Diamond scale disease, Phaeocaropsis neowashitoniae, is a foliar disease that is problematic on California fan palms planted near coastal California. 
The disease gets its name from the diamond-shaped fruiting bodies it produces on the leaves. California fan palms grown in their native desert climate, where humidity levels are low, usually lack the disease. Lethal yellowing is a vascular disease caused by a mycoplasma, a bacteria-like organism that is transmitted by a leafhopper, the American palm cichlid, Haplaxius crudus, formerly Mendus. The disease primarily infects older cultivars of coconut trees, such as Jamaica tall, and is occasionally seen in Canary Island date palms and true date palms. Texas Phoenix palm decline is another disease caused by a mycoplasma that is transmitted by a plant-hopping insect. Initial symptoms include missing spear leaves and a reddish coloration of the middle fronds. In advanced stages, the entire crown dies back and collapses. Common hosts include windmill palms, Trachycarpus fortunii, sable palms, and Canary Island date palms. Besides the insects, diseases, and nutritional problems, palms can also be damaged by weather events, cultural practices, and mechanical damage. Lightning damage is an acute injury that may cause death in a matter of days. Normally, the entire canopy dies back and gradually collapses. Sometimes, evidence of lightning is observed as a jagged line of fibrous tissue erupted on the trunk. Ascending palm trunks with climbing spurs results in permanent injuries to the trunk that may lead to pathogen entry. This practice must only be used when removing a palm. Because palms lack vascular cambium, they cannot replace trunk tissue eroded by string trimmers or by spray irrigation. Spray irrigation directly contacting the palm will erode the trunk and eventually lead to whole palm failure. Bicycles repeatedly chained to trunks will mechanically damage trunks. A more extreme example of mechanical damage is the tiki carvings on these two Mexican fan palms in the article. Chisels and propane torches were used to carve the faces. While the palms did not die immediately, the concern for rot and decay organism colonizing the trunk led to the palms being removed for safety concerns. Palms growing next to the ocean are subjected to salt sprays that may cause distal tissue necrosis in fronds. Some palms, such as Guadalupe palm, can tolerate salt spray, so evaluate your site before selecting your palm species. Freeze damage symptoms can be seen as uniform browning of the canopy. Coconut palms may display delayed symptoms of cold injury by the drooping and dying back of old fronds. Trunk constrictions are caused by abiotic stress factors, the most common of which is drought. When moisture is limited, the growth of vascular bundles and other trunk tissue is reduced. Trunk girth will increase when moisture becomes available. If a palm is overwatered and the soil moisture fluctuates widely, palm trunks will swell and shrink and can develop vertical cracks as a result. Thank you for listening to this month's Arborist News audio podcast. An online quiz worth one CEU is available now to current ISA members. This quiz will become available to non-members in October of 2018. Visit the ISA web store and search for online quizzes for the most recent CEU opportunities. Arborist News is ISA's bi-monthly serial publication that provides readers with the latest in arboricultural news and education. This magazine is an ISA member benefit and offers opportunities for ISA credential holders to earn CEUs. Become a member today to start receiving Arborist News in your mailbox or your inbox. Please check back for the next Arborist News audio.